Hey guys, welcome to Girl Me's Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. And I'm Taylor. We had some technical difficulties last week and this week. So this is basically the episode that if it turns out today, it will be a miracle and everyone will have to watch the show we talk about today in our honor and to make us feel better about how many times we've tried to record this episode. <laughs> Is that safe Help to say? Help us break this curse. Please. Help us break the curse. We're begging you. By watching you. this show. <laughs> so what feels like forever ago, we watched I Hate Susie on HBO Max. And I was excited to talk about it in the first time we tried to record this podcast. And I'm excited to talk about it again. But anyway, this is going to work and it's going to be great. So because it's been so long, I feel like when we first recorded this podcast, I didn't have much news, but now I have quite a bit of news. So that's a that's a pro. Yeah, that's true. We should still probably address what one piece of news that came out last week, which is the Sex in the City uh, not really a reboot, but like a continuation miniseries that we have to talk about because it's just really wild timing because Taylor literally just started watching Sex and the City right before they announced it. Like, I had no idea, but how did I do that? I must be just really in tune with the TV gods. You really are. That's the TV only explanation. Psychic. And the big the honestly equally big news that it's even happening is that Kim Cattrall aka Samantha is not coming back for it and there's still a week has gone by and there's still a lot of mystery about how they (laughs) will explain Samantha's absence um also it's interesting because Chris Noth or Noth I do not remember how to say his last name but aka Mr. Big he also has not been mentioned as being attached and so oh interesting yeah I was someone I listened to earlier this week was saying that maybe it'll have like both of them were in a driving a car together and it crashed or something like (laughs) Samantha and Mr. Big. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I'm not cut up. I'm only in season four. And by only, I mean, I started this on January 1st and I'm already in season four. (laughs) But um, if that were a storyline that happens, I can't wait to get there. (laughs) Yeah, it would be. No spoilers, but it, it would be um it would take some elaborate storytelling, I guess, to make that a thing. Um, and the other important part about it is that the title will be, and just like that. And a week later, I still think that's a pretty stupid title. It's terrible, especially when it um that's not exactly like the catchphrase when you think of Carrie's catchphrases, you think of. Um, I couldn't help but wonder. And that would be a way better title. But they didn't come to us for ideas. They never do, and they always should. They always regret it, you know? Yeah. It's really a bummer for them. Okay, now that that's out of the way, what news do you have? Well, more big news um, that's very relevant to the pod is... That Insecure, Issa Rae announced that this next season will be the final season. Which 
is heartbreaking, but it's for the best. I I think we've talked about this before, but I love an ending to a TV series when it's like kind of at its uh, best. I mm-hmm. think there's just, it's just it's smart and it's it hurts, but it, it hurts good, you know. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Nothing is um, worse when a TV show you love just drags on too long. And so you can't, you don't even enjoy like the final seasons that much. Mm -hmm. I think it's harder to write like a really good concise story that doesn't spiral out of control. And it just seems like that's exactly what they're doing. So sad for us, but also very happy for them and also happy for us, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Happy for everyone involved. It's just a win-win another big bomb drop from last week was from netflix who announced that they're going to have a new original movie every week this year wild and the the like the kind of teaser they dropped was like very overwhelming it's like just content overload there's too many individual movies to even report on i feel like yeah but um, it was just like oh i like that person i like that person oh that's fun mm -hmm. i like that person but i don't actually know what the movies are that these fun people i like and know will be in yes that's exactly it it was like every actor i've ever heard of almost they're going to be in a movie sometime this year on netflix yes which I mean, I haven't watched any Netflix originals yet, so I guess I've already missed... How many weeks are we into this year? Two? I've missed two? Three? I don't know. I don't even I don't even know if they've already done... If it was, like, starting now from the drop of that video or... Like, yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no clue, but hopefully... I, I, I get over... Sometimes it's actually kind of like what we were just talking about, where sometimes... It's like quality over quantity, you know, like I can't help but be wary of how good all of these movies are going to be. Yeah. If they really have 50 or 50, between 50 and 52 movies a year, like, I don't know. Yeah, but, we've got questions. I mean, so withholding judgment, excited about all the casts that we saw, but, you know, definitely cautious. Yes. Which I think is healthy. I agree. Um, something I am very excited about is that Judas and and the Black Messiah is coming to HBO Max on February 12th. I was really bummed because they added this movie to the Sundance Film Festival lineup really late. And it was already sold out by the time I checked on it. So... Um, I'm excited that it'll be on HBO Max fairly soon. I know. I'm excited that so many streaming services pick up the Sundance movies. Me too. Like, even last year, it was... And even the year before, I guess, because, like, the Zac Efron Ted Bundy movie was, like, the most in-demand one, and then we got to watch it on Netflix, like, within a few months. Yeah, true. So, yeah. Love to see it. Today's exciting news was uh, they dropped the Euphoria Jules trailer. And uh, I'm so excited. And 
you can um you can stream it early on friday this friday on hbo max it's like release dates really don't matter and i i like to get everything early and not have to wait for it so same thank you um i haven't watched the trailer yet but i'm very excited i saw just like a still of it and i was like very intrigued <laughs> yeah so, it it was good i'm sure it'll okay, be amazing well, the rue one the rue one was amazing i'm sure this one will also be amazing. yeah it set the wait. bar very high true okay wait i do have two more <laughs> i guess i have kind of a lot <laughs> go for it <laughs> um this one is mostly just for my own um this one's a shout out to my friend Chelsea who's been begging me to watch Peaky Blinders for literally ever. They announced <laughs> that they are ending their series after this next 6 season. So which means that I can finally take the time to watch it. So nothing really to report there other than maybe I will finally watch Peaky Blinders. I didn't even know that it was still on. I didn't really either. But I've never watched it either. I do feel like it's been on for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, six seasons. But well, and since 2013. Wow. That's crazy. But people love it. I've never watched it, but people say it's very good. Yeah, people love it and tell me I would love it. And I'm sure I would. Um, the last thing I have is that Yvonne Orji is going to have an autobiographical comedy that's being produced by David Oiloo and Oprah for Disney Plus. And I mean, great, great people involved. And just after her comedy special, I'm very excited and can't wait. And I'm also intrigued by the fact that it's going to be on Disney Plus. Because that does mm-hmm. that mean it's going to be like family friendly? I mean, it doesn't. I, mean, I assume so. I guess like The Mandalorian is rated PG 13 or something or MA, I guess. Yeah, well, and I, I feel like the only. Yeah. Never mind. I don't have any insight into that. I'm just, the only things I've, I think it's family friendly and they can have, like they only added out F words, right? I have no idea. You would judging know more than me. From the, judging from folklore sessions and Hamilton <laughs> are the only things I'm judging that off of. And buttons on people's jackets that we still don't know what they say. Good point. Wow. That was a lot. And, but all good stuff, I think. Okay, I Hate Susie on HBO Max. Um, We will do our spoiler-free review, but first, for our top three, um, we thought it would be fun to pretend like we are um, agents and we are picking who our clients would be, our ideal clients. Um, because in I Hate Susie, she is an actress and former pop star, and a lot of the show revolves around her friendship and relationship with her agent. And so, Jordan, who is one of your ideal clients? 
Okay. My number three, and um, this might seem like a cheat because he is a real-life musician, but I'm talking about the character, and I'm talking about um, Jimmy Brooks from Degrassi, also known as Drake, IRL, <laughs> because he does do some rapping in Degrassi, but he gets screwed over by his friend who erases his track from her like single or whatever her demo and if i were his agent that would never happen and he would be famous also in the degrassi canada alternate universe (laughs) in addition to being famous as drake (laughs) i would love that i feel like that would be amazing and i think that we really need more representation um of people with disabilities in Hollywood. So I think you would be doing a great service. And I applaud that answer. You, I didn't even think about that point and you're exactly right. So it's honestly sad that I wasn't a fictional character in Degrassi and also his agent for (laughs) several reasons. It's traumatizing actually. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I always loved Jimmy the best. And so I would also, it might be a conflict of interest because I would want to date him and be his agent i mean who doesn't date their agent come on and then we'll get like a spin-off reality show big we have big plans it'd be perfect <laughs> um okay mine one of my clients would be cc from new girl um i know that she kind of made her own modeling agency and be kind of became an agent herself but she is so beautiful and fun and really good at her job and smart and um I don't feel like she would be like hard to manage so I would Mm -hmm. try to catch her before she got too deep in her own agency to continue modeling for me (laughs) and my (laughs) agency brilliant and also very clever to go the route of um like the modeling industry, because I definitely did not even think of that. Models need agents too. Yeah. Sometimes they need them very, very badly. They, the fashion industry is brutal, you know? Yeah, it really is. So I hear (laughs) from America's Next Top Model. (laughs) A very reliable source. Um, It is. Um, Basically a modeling expert over here. Um, my number two, it's a duo and it is Sharpay and Ryan from High School Musical. Brilliant. Um, although now that I'm saying this, should I have picked Olivia Rodrigo's character from High School Musical, the musical, the series, because (laughs) she's like the biggest star in the world right now. Truly. It's shocking how many people are posting about her song. It's crazy. And it's also like sometimes the big song isn't really that good. It's just like very popular. Mm-hmm. But this is a very good song. I love it. I'm hooked. Can't stop listening. It's amazing. I had a friend call me and Ugh. she was like, what is happening with this song that everyone keeps posting about? And I was like, well, A, it's good. And B, mm-hmm. she's from High School Musical the Musical. <laughs> and I think that's why everyone's posting about it. Well, did you hear about the love triangle yes i did with sabrina carpenter so that yes and with the her co-star from high school musical the musical the series Mm -hmm. 
And so that is like this whole other layer of drama. Whether I don't really, I mean, I didn't even know they were like dating or anything. So like, I don't even know the full validity of it, but it's definitely, it's already a good song, but then adding all the intrigue, it's just like the best winning combination. Yeah. I hope that she turns out okay, because I feel like that's kind of a lot to handle for your very first song. I know. It's so crazy. And she's literally almost 17. Like, she's only 16. Oh, my gosh. She really did just get her driver's license. (laughs) I know. (laughs) And that's what's so funny when I'm singing along with this song. It's like, wow, how come this little 16-year-old can still explain my exact emotions and feelings (laughs) as a 28-year-old woman? It is crazy. I am doing the math, and I'm literally double her age. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Don't think about it Much to think about, but, you know, there are prodigies out there. There really are. Because, I mean, mean, this is a total tangent, obviously, but don't I get, like, some a little Lord vibes at some parts? Did you see um, Laura Snape's tweet about that? No. Oh, she tweeted something about melodrama and how she's excited for... Um, Lord three, and because she's been like hearing the influence, her influence, and someone responded and was like, "Driver's license." That was all. Oh my gosh! Wow, I need to add Laura to my like list that I actually look at on Twitter because <laughs> I keep I don't want to miss con- content like that. No. Um. Okay. Well, we'll have to discuss this further at a later date <laughs> on our music. <laughs> you and me. <laughs> Our music podcast, um, our Patreon. Yeah. Our Patreon where we talk about other non-TV things. <laughs> uh, um, we could yeah, just record our now- smoke breaks that we have at work and release those on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> our Microsoft Teams smoke breaks. It's good, good content it there. It is great content. Spicy hot just piping hot right yeah wow um yeah Sharpay and Ryan I think have just been way overshadowed by Olivia her character I'll say I'll (laughs) to be fair I'll call her character's name is Nini on High School Musical the musical the series Nini as in like Nini dialogues yes actually interesting okay or like Nini leaks okay but um She's adorable. Her song's so good, and she's so good on the show, too. Okay. You and, can have all three of them, I and guess. Some, and something fun is that um, me and my roommate were talking about how she probably was driving around Utah because they've been filming the se- the season two, and they film it in Utah because they tape at East High. And we know the cast has they've like been here kind of throughout i don't know their whole schedule with covid and everything but i know they've been here so she probably has been like doing her her practice driving like around like our by like sugar house and stuff (laughs) so that's That's hilarious that i love that she was inspired by utah yeah she was and that also is not confirmed but i believe it i believe it too i'm gonna submit it to dumois they post everything in the world that they get, so they would for sure post that. <laughs> they would. <laughs> um, okay. 
<laughs> my number two ideal client is Angel from Pose. Um, she gets very into modeling very quickly and gets a lot of um, jobs pretty fast. And um, Angel is just like so beautiful and fun and smart and... I would just be honored to represent Angel, who's played um, by um, and India Moore. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Because I have not watched Pose yet, but I know who India Moore is because if you just see a picture of her, there's like no one else more striking on the planet. No. So good call. Good, good model to discover. Thank you. Um, my number one, I picked Jenna Maroney from 30 Rock, um, because first of all, well, she is like very talented. She's a beautiful singer and she's stuck on this horrible TV show in 30 Rock. And, um, it, it, at times it doesn't even seem like she has an agent. Like sometimes, um, Jack Donaghy acts as her agent <laughs> and like, it's just very confusing. I don't think she has good representation. And I really feel like I would get her out of there, put her like back on Broadway or whatever. Something other than TGS that would actually showcase her skills. Yes. Because I worry about her. She's really slumming it. She needs some PR help for sure. And I think you could yeah. you could get her the help she needs. Thank you. Yeah, she would be a struggle at some times, but I just would, like, never let her do interviews. <laughs> <laughs> or you could do um, interviews like Daddy Hat Girl where you just sit right next to her, but then you can't really say anything. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I would never do that. <laughs> I will, I'm learning from that scenario how to be a better agent. Well, and that wasn't even the girl's... I mean, that was her I was, lawyer. I'll even... But yeah, still. That, even though that's her lawyer, it's similar um, lessons to be learned. Yeah, us as agents would never, no, let our client never. get into that situation. No, she would not disrespect Gail King like that. Never, never. not on our watch. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. Well, I switched up my number one from when we last talked. Well, I, I kicked off my number three, bumped the other two down, and I had a new number one. And I didn't even realize when I made the, chose this, but it goes pretty hand in hand with your number one. Um, because I chose Titus Andromedon from Kimmy Schmidt. Oh my gosh. Brilliant. I just feel like, I feel like it would just be super rewarding if we could get Titus the... Hollywood star that he deserves, you know? Yes. Yeah. And now, I mean, I don't remember in the show. I don't really feel like he ever really got what he deserves the fame. Yeah. I mean, I never watched that Choose Your Own Adventure movie. Maybe he did in that, but. Yeah, I never watched that either. But yeah, I mean, the end of Kimmy Schmidt is all kind of hazy for me, to be perfectly honest. Same. But um, I'm confident that you could do better for Titus than he gets on the show. Thank you. Yeah, I think it would be fun. Provide some good stories, that's for sure. 
Wow. Love it. Yeah, that was a great, like, um, even new and even more improved <laughs> top three. From I agree. <laughs> round one. <laughs> uh, okay. I hate Susie. Let's hear the um, the summary provided by our very own Jordan. <laughs> uh, like Taylor was saying, it is about um, a girl. She's a celebrity. She's an actor and a former pop star from like when she was very young named Susie Pickles. Um, and she's played by Billy Piper. I think maybe most well known for Doctor Who. Um, but I've never watched Doctor Who, but I had like, I recognized her, but this was kind of my first time seeing her in anything. And I thought she was amazing. I'm but basically obsessed with her. I'm, I stand Billy. Yeah. She's perfect. And now it makes me want to watch everything she's ever been in basically. So in the first episode, her phone gets hacked and she has, um, like sex photos, not like a sex tape, but it's photos from her phone get leaked and um so then basically the the entire series is her in her career trying to get past this but also like psychologically and kind of reevaluating and confronting her all of her relationships in her life um whether that's in her love life in her friend relationships all of her relationships like with the men in her life and with her family and it's just very good and very interesting and makes you think when you're watching it and um but is also like very darkly funny um it's just very compelling television show yeah i i loved it um i was in it from the very beginning and I just thought it was a very interesting commenta- commentary on um, how the media portrays women versus how they portray men. And the, also the consequences that come from something like that. Um, and I just thought it was done really well. Again, loved Billy Piper. And I also loved um, her um, agent, Naomi. I thought that she was also really great. Um, mm-hmm. I Something else that I thought was interesting was the that sh- her and her husband have like a deaf son. And I thought that storyline was uh, done really well and interesting. And I just felt like they touched on so many like hard-hitting topics in like such a short amount of time like they're like 30 to 40 minute episodes and there's only eight episodes and it feels like a complete story and yeah like covers so many different things like female friendships marriage parenting the media Hollywood being an employed I don't know it's just so many mm-hmm. things and done really well I think yeah I love um these show I feel like there's so many good shows coming out that explore like the like there's just like millions of dynamics that a human being has with like family, friends, job, 
romantic dynamics um dynamics like how yeah like even just like kind of the culture at large like people who take in media have like a dynamic with how they take in media and the people that are in the media do like it's just it's really fascinating and I feel like this nailed it I thought it was extremely extremely good um I think the closest thing I'd compare it to is I May Destroy You which obviously we feel there's like nothing better than that show really Mm -hmm. and um because there it does it doesn't explore like the backstory and inner workings of every single character in the show but it does explore both Susie and then to slightly lesser extent her best friend slash agent Naomi and um seeing like how their different dynamics with the world was really interesting and and even like how with each other they're so close but they still like miss things and they miss like the reasons behind their actions and just things like that it was just like so good yeah um yeah I feel like I don't even have that much else to say other than I loved it and I really hope more people watch it because I don't really know anyone in my IRL life who have watched it and I'm just dying to, I'm glad I have Jordan, but I'm dying to, <laughs> to, for other people to watch it and love it as well. I know. Like I heard about it and I was intrigued just from even seeing like the show posters and stuff that I saw. I was like, Ooh, that looks like a show I'd probably like. Mm-hmm. And seeing like the few, um, like writers and critics and a few, other follows on like Twitter that are talking about it. I'm like, oh, these are all people whose tastes I like respect and they like it mm-hmm. and they were right. So add us to the list <laughs> of people <laughs> telling people to watch I Hate Susie. Um Yeah. It's it's not as it's like it's another one of those shows where it's not an easy watch, but it's like very rewarding. And yeah. just a definitely worthwhile. Yeah, I uh cried through the whole finale basically which was an interesting reaction and I still don't fully know why that happened but like I did and it like made me feel like made me feel a lot of emotions which I think is a tell of a good tell of a good tale Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll go it with is that a tell of a good tale <laughs> that sounds like not to bring up like tiktok adjacent things again but like a she a sea shanty <laughs> <laughs> or something um but yeah it, it's interesting because now that you when you say it like that it just makes me think that it's like it's very modern because it's l- talking about technology and stuff but also kind of timeless of just like people relating to people or not relating to people yeah it's very smart and very good i agree loved it well i feel like i've already made it blatantly obvious but my crush of the week is definitely billy piper i well slash Susie pickles um her outfits and style was incredible even when she was like at her lowest low and wearing sweatpants they would still were styled in such an amazing way that I I loved it and I was like wow I can't I want to match that outfit and wear it to the gas station and yeah she's just beautiful and I'm borderline obsessed she's perfect 
And for my crush, I would also argue that um, the character Naomi is played by Layla Farzad. Um, she is also perfect. Um, they're both so, they are both just so good at like extremely complex people. Not like, like complex in the way that any human being is complex. Like they just felt like very real portrayals of a real person and always looked extremely cool even when things are a mess which is probably the only unrealistic part of the show maybe (laughs) now that I say that but um yeah oh and one other thing just a little tidbit about um Layla Farzad is that she has total vibes of um Nadia from the what we do in the shadows tv show totally it's not her but they could be twins and so that obviously makes sense too why I went in being like why do I just like love that girl so much it's because she reminds me so much of one of the other ladies we love on tv but um yeah I had to check a few times it's definitely not her but she's equally as awesome (laughs) yeah I I love both of them two amazing great ladies that I love and didn't know before now I, I hope to see them more All right, well, we loved I Hate Susie, and hope that you will watch it and let us know if you love it, too. Yeah, please do. It's a perfect, like, dark January viewing, I feel like. Truly. I'm glad slash hoping that this episode finally is able to reach all of your ears, and thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye.